Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. And we return to our American stories and our observance of September 11th, 2001. Many of us know the story of Flight 93 because of the heroic actions of the men and women in that plane. But do we know the story of some of the people on the ground who witnessed the events unfold and responded to the crash site? Here's our own Monty Montgomery with a story. On September 11th, 2001, Dennis Fritz was working as an ATC controller at Johnstown County Airport in Pennsylvania. I normally don't work in a tower, and it just so happened that on 9-11 I was working in the tower in ground control when everything had taken place. We were kind of busy that day, um, so we had no idea what was happening. And about 9.30 I got a call from uh, Cleveland Center. They called and asked us if we had any traffic in the, in the area, and if we had anyone in a pattern, and we said yes we did, and they said well they won't. They directed us to get it out, recall traffic that we were talking to, get them all down, 
tell them they have to uh, recover and land, and as soon as the last one gets down, give me a call because they were going to be diverting more aircraft in there. We're going to be closing the airspace. And it didn't make sense to me. Um, so we, crawl, we called all the, uh, the aircraft uh, that we were dealing with, which is about, I don't know how many we had at the time. We brought them back in the land, and we called Cleveland back, and they said, okay, we've got all our aircraft down. He says, okay, we're going to start diverting about 15 aircraft into your, air, into your airport. I said, what's going on? He said, I said, why are you closing our airspace? He says, no, you understand. We're not closing just this airspace. We're closing the airspace across the country. So I figured something big was happening. A couple minutes later, and this is about 10 o'clock, I'd say, 10 o'clock, a couple minutes after 10. I don't remember the time exactly, but it's pretty close to 10 o'clock. They called and asked if um, we had a large aircraft. Can you see anything out there at all? And we were looking, and he, an aircraft was a 757 on a day. I said, how far are you? He's 12 miles. He, 15, he said, it's 15 miles. Looks like he's heading directly towards you. I said, no, I can't see anything at all. So we picked up a binoculars, did some, we were looking more, we couldn't see anything. And he called back and said, we suggest you evacuate the tower. That aircraft's now 12 miles south of Johnstown, heading there at a high rate of speed. And uh, one of the guys says, well, I'm going to be getting out of here. He said, we're not going anywhere. We, we can't see an aircraft. You know, we can't see anything. There's nothing out there. We're not in any danger. And it was um, probably a minute after he called me. He said, uh, the aircraft just turned back south, and I lost radar contact with him. He says, if you see anything, give me a call back. Well, as soon as I got off the phone with him, the line started ringing. We had a, a report of a, an aircraft that crashed south of the field about 15 miles. Uh, and it got to a point where it was so bad we, we weren't taking any more calls. And we notified, I talked to 911, and they were going to go ahead and dispatch crash and fire rescue uh, people. Here's Christian Boyd, a paramedic and volunteer firefighter working that day at the Somerset Ambulance substation. He was one of the first people to report to the crash site of Flight 93. It started like any other day. Shift started at 8. Usually I worked with a gentleman named Doug Whitfield from Myersdale, and he had traded shifts that day with a paramedic named Kevin Husick, whom I've known all my life. So Kevin showed up, and I thought, oh, that's neat. That's a surprise, because I don't normally get to work with him. And uh, you kind of work with the same people over and over, it seems like, at that station. You, you can kind of predict who, who you're going to work with. And he showed up, so I thought, oh, this is neat. Um, well, you know, we'll find something interesting to do today. He likes to clean the ambulance and, and, and shine it and wax it up. And So keep yourself busy, because that station is, is normally a slower station. You might run and have two runs a day, sometimes none. It's quiet. I remember I took my work uniform shirt off and Kevin took his off because he was going to start on the ambulance on the outside. He was going to wash it or something. And I was going to replace the bulbs in the front grill. And we were both volunteer firemen, so we had pagers. And I started hearing all these local fire departments, their tones, going out over there on the pager. And Kevin said, where are we going now? I said, ah, I said, I'm guessing probably a brush fire, maybe a barn fire, because it was a big alarm assignment, you could tell. You could tell each department. That was like, that's Stoystown, that's Boswell, that's Shanksville, that's Freedens. You could tell. Then the fire whistle in Stoystown blew, which was right down over the hill from the ambulance station. So I hurried up and got my uniform shirt on, and we buttoned up the station, locked the doors. And they, the dispatcher came across the air and said what it was, plane down, reported commercial aircraft 
in the area of Shanksville off of Skyline Drive. And I, all I had to do, I looked down towards Shanksville down Route 30 East, and I could see a big column of smoke. And Kevin came out, and he said, he said, did they say plane down? And I said, yeah. I said, look. And he said, oh, man. So I, I signed where it is, get in the ambulance. I took Skyline Drive, just as they said, went, went up to the top of the hill and looked down over the hill, and, and you could see the fire in the trees and debris scattered everywhere. And I said, well, we got to get closer. So we, we went down around this side road. And that was it. I pulled as close as I could, just looking at the picture. I, I pulled as close as I could without going into the crater or putting anyone in danger. And I had no idea what it was, really, or looked like brush fire in the, in the trees, a stand of pine trees, and a big, big hole in the ground. I mean, it looked like about the size of a nice in-ground swimming pool, maybe two or three of those at, at one point. I thought, this doesn't look good, and I'm going to be here a while. And we looked around, and we determined that there were no survivors. And I still did not believe that it was a passenger or a commercial airline. The only thing that that made me realize or believe that it was a commercial passenger uh, airliner was a tire. The size of the tire and the, the width of it, I knew that it had to come from a bigger aircraft just from being on planes before. But other than that, the largest piece of plane that I, that I noticed was about the size of a refrigerator, and it was part of the fuel slodge, and the, the only way that I knew, again, that it was a passenger airline was because of the window. It still had a window intact, the small windows that they have. We were awestruck. We thought, you know what, this is something bad that happened on TV. We just saw a few minutes ago, and it just happened here, we think, and... Jill, our boss, came out, and we talked to Jill. We talked to the police, talked to the firemen. We said, what do you want to do? Our job was to look for any type of information that might lead to what this plane is. Christian was sent into the wreckage with his fellow first responder, Michael. I did find wallets. I found driver's license. Some Someone was from... <clears throat> I want to say San Diego or San Francisco, California. They had a Latin name or a Spanish name. I can't remember it. But I remember looking at that man, and I thought, San Diego. You know, just pictures of kids, pictures of family, money scattered everywhere on fire. One of the things that still stands out in my mind that I can remember was a Bible on the ground that was burning that it was started burning I think from the right lower right hand corner looked like where it was burning it was burning kind of diagonally I thought that was weird I mean because you're not supposed to really you know burn Bibles or whatever and I, that just caught my attention and Mike who's a pretty strong Catholic I, I called him I said look at you know look at this thing it just kind of gave us an eerie feeling. I didn't, I didn't really like to see that. I think he just patted the edge of it, kind of put it out. That was it. And you were listening to Dennis Fritz, an ATC controller at a nearby airport, and Christian Boyd, 
a local EMT in the Shanksville area. Both of their responses to Flight 93. And a special thanks to the Flight 93 National Memorial for providing us this audio. It's a beautiful museum, and if you're in the Pittsburgh area, please go and check it out. Heck, make a road trip to Stoystown and see it for yourself. More of our 9-11 special here on Our American Stories. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.